welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's episode, we are going to address what happens when a subject matter expert holds court. Why are we doing this? Because even when people are interested in you, you can still lose them. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm happy that you're here. If you've been here before, super happy that you're back. We are trying to help you in any way possible become clear thinkers and concise communicators. Where what you say, say, what you communicate matters, how you think about it matters, when you find time for quiet leads to how you communicate at a higher impact. And it's based on a, the book's brief, which is make a bigger impact by saying less, which created a set of programs called thebrieflab.com. And then it's also based on a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus, which is creating a series of programs called Quiet Works. It can be found at quiet-works.com. And as, as I've said before in previous podcasts, I, I recommend you go to thebrieflab.com and there's a, there's a brief communication assessment. It's a free quiz, short. gives you a, a sense of where you are as a communicator. It's a self-assessment. And also thinking about how people see you as a communicator. I highly recommend you do that. It's short, but it gives you some very practical insights of where you are now. now. And then come back, you know, 30, 60, 90 days later and do it again and see if you're moving the needle. Just keep track of your scores and just see if you're getting better as a, as a communicator, how you see yourself and how people see you. And I also recommend go to quiet-works.com and there's a quiet quiz. Do that. Like how noisy is your environment and how intentional are you and how distracted are you? And it gives you a sense of that too because you also, you also have to, to gauge you know, where you are and the environment that you live in and how difficult and challenging it might be. And in the last week's episode, I talked about no room for silence. And I talked about, if you haven't listened to that, go back, but about two incidents on a trip to Europe that really got me thinking about how tough this is, but also how important it is. So in this week's episode, what are we going to talk about? A SME, you'll hear this used, some people use this, a subject matter expert. He or she is a SME. They know everything about, you know, hydroelectric dams, and they know everything about, you know, uh, cryptocurrencies, and they know everything about grilling steaks and golf or, you know, cruises, the best cruises to go and, you know, think about anything a person's an expert in. You know, like asking a person who, who makes a watch how watches work. And, and the subject matter experts, I mean, they're obviously, even if the person's an introvert, if you know a lot about a topic, it's very difficult to be brief because you lose track of time. I've seen this so many times and people just are surprised by how fast time flies when they start talking about things they know a lot about. There's a quote, which you may have heard, I would have written you a shorter letter if you had more time. It takes time to make it shorter and clearer. And subject matter experts, SMEs, as I'll refer to them for the rest of the podcast, subject matter experts are inclined to overcommunicate because they know so much about a topic. And each of us in our own right are SMEs in different ways. It could be at work. It could be at home. It could be our hobbies. It could be our education. It could be our interests, where you find a domain where you really know a lot about this topic. And it could be anything under the sun. It's talking a lot about something that you are interested in and knowledgeable of. 
And a recent, relatively recent incident inspired me to record this podcast because something happened to me and to those, I, I, you know, the people that I was with that really got me thinking I need to share this with you because this, this anecdote I think is telling and it's dangerous at the same time. Now, to lead you up into this podcast, there's a couple of previous episodes that, that I want to have you listen to or listen to again. In no particular order, though chronologically, it would be the first one is, did that conversation ruin me? It's episode number 47. And it's the, about the inherent risks of conversations and how having a bad one could be the end. I might listen to that or re-listen to that. Another one is four false assumptions to avoid when you communicate. Episode number 144, and in that I talk about you know, the, the assumption that people are interested, as interested in you as you are, and they're not. And then the last one we just reposted as, a, as, as Talk Isn't Cheap. I believe it's episode 208. So th- there, is, there are, are episodes that lead up to this particular one. But what we're going to talk about today is when a sm- subject matter expert, when a SME holds court. Now, that term, holds court, is think of it like you're a king or you're a queen and you've got all your subjects and servants and you're in the, in the the hall, the great hall, and everybody comes to the throne and they're and you're talking and they can't leave because you're the king and the queen or the queen and you're the ruler and you hold them captive and you're holding court. And they've got to listen to you because you're in charge. And that is something that leaders do. Oftentimes they hold people captive. And you got to listen to them because they're in charge. Um, there's two versions of this that I want to kind of bring up first. One is when a a SME is holding court, and you're absolutely not interested in what they're talking about. So let's say that you're talking to a person, they're talking about, I don't know, fly fishing. You may find it fascinating. I'm not really interested in fly fishing. That's just me. Now, you might think that that's the most amazing thing. But imagine if you're talking to an expert on a topic that you have absolutely no interest in. I mean, clearly, when that happens, you don't want to listen. You can't listen. They keep on talking. You want to get out of that conversation. I mean, there's no intersection between their knowledge and your interest at all, right? And you can, we can all appreciate that. You know, you're at a dinner party and you're talking to a person who's who's going on about, I don't know, term life insurance and actuarial tables and all this weirdness, and that you're just like, I can you just please stop because I don't care. I don't know and I don't care. It's like the running joke, like. What's the difference between ignorance and apathy? I don't know and I don't care. Right? So that's you. That's not what I'm talking about this week. What I'm talking about is when you actually do care. But the way the person communicates to you actually has this magical and powerful way of actually turning a person who's interested into a person who doesn't care, which is what happened to me in this, in this setting. So let me, let me kind of paint the picture. Right? So, we're at a so we're in a social setting and... I know some people, but most people I don't know. So there's a couple of people that I know. I'm with my wife, and I bump into a person that I know. And it's, it's, it's you know, the people are sitting down. People are standing up, milling around. It's an event. And I'm sitting at a table, and there's four of us. All right, so it's my wife and I, and then this guy that I know pretty well, and a new guy that I don't know. So he shows up. And we're just making small talk. It happens, right? You're in, a, in, in an event, and... And I'm talking about this and that, and then my wife says this and this other guy. And well, the new guy comes up and he sits down. And pretty quickly, he kind of gives his bio or his background or what he does for a living. And I, without getting specifically, 
what he was talking about. I was very interested in what he was talking about. My wife was slightly interested, and I don't know if the guy that I knew was interested or not, but he was in the conversation. So we start talking. Well, what I want to walk through is what happened. You know, 10 minutes becomes 20. He's doing 95% of the talking, if not more. The, we can't leave. The friend of mine at some point, I don't know how he did it, but he extracts himself from the conversation. He gets up. He walks away in a way that's not rude, but he just couldn't do it anymore. My wife and I are in this conversation, and there's no end in sight. Now, it started with me being interested, so I'm in this conversation because I want to be, but at the end, I don't want to be. In fact, it was, it was difficult to participate because there was really no room for me. So I, I want to walk through some of the mistakes that were made because maybe this is you. You're talking to a person that is in the beginning interested in what you're talking about and you're like, I love it. I love this thing and I know a lot about it and this person knows less but's interested in it. We got a match. Let's say you're talking about fly fishing. Let's take, talk, say you're talking about hydroelectric dams. Let's say you're talking about how to make a watch and you're talking to a person's interested be careful. That doesn't mean they'll always be interested. You may turn them off forever, and that's exactly what happened. Where I just got shut down, and I want to walk you through what happened briefly. First, there was, you ever heard this expression, there's no room for two? <laughs> Where there's no room for two or three or four, there was just room for one person in this conversation. That was him. There was no room for us. For as much as we tried, it was really a monologue and it was never a conversation from the beginning. The second problem is it was never a conversation, it was a class. He was giving us a condensed version of a class. And he went into this mode of teaching and sharing and talking at us, not with us. And our role became nominal at best, and I do this for a living, and I was trying to change the conversation and try to redirect, and I couldn't because he was giving us a class, and we were going through a curriculum. For as condensed as he tried to make it, it was now I'm back in a classroom, and I'm taking notes, and it got painful. So my interest level naturally is declining severely. You know, my wife is trying as hard as she can and as I said, the other friend of mine got up and left. The third thing, mistake that he made was falling in love with his own voice. The sound of him talking to himself was appealing, but he wasn't falling in love with our voice or didn't even care really to hear it because he had material to cover. Again, there was a lot of holding court here and there were the subjects that were subjected to a monologue. And the final was just no situational awareness that there was no talking on our part. And actually somebody left and it wasn't even noticed. Like we kept on going, going, and he could have talked about it for as long as he could. And it could have been hours. And there was no end in sight. He was just getting started 20, 30 minutes into it. And boy, I tried, but I'm bringing this up to you because it could happen to you. You're interested. You love talking about soccer. or You love talking about the, the 
elections or you love talking about microcomputing or cryptocurrency, whatever, and you find somebody that's interested and you start talking, be careful. Go back to the mistakes that this person made. Make room for them in the conversation. If there's room for two, make room for three, make room for four. That means you're sharing the mic. You're not doing all the talking. Have a conversation. It's not a class. Have a conversation. Always keep it conversational. Fall in love with them and their voice and their questions and their commentary and their insights, not yours. It's not about you. It's about them. And then finally, have some basic situational awareness. We're not nearly as interesting as we think we are. No matter how knowledgeable and how amped up and excited we're getting, are we bringing people with us or are they tuning out? And what happened here was I started at a heightened level of interest. And honestly, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like it, the topic became sort of exhausting to, to go through. And it was, it, was, it was not good. But it was because of those four things that I mentioned. Hap, there wasn't room for me or somebody else, but there needed to be. Come on, you're having a conversation with somebody. You're not giving them a class. You know, and listen to other people. It's, don't fall in love with your own voice. I, so there's a line that I put in brief, which is if you start hearing your voice and hearing yourself say, I'm so interesting, it's time to wrap it up. And then have some situation where be aware that th this is happening and, and adjust along the way. I share this to you because I want this never to happen to you. Okay? Because that topic that you had somebody, right, um, you just you don't want that to happen to you. You're you're you don't want people that were interested to become disinterested because of you. That's not good. For as obvious it sounds, be careful. Okay, be careful. So if you're an expert, if you love a topic, which I'm sure you do, please, please make sure you don't just talk to yourself. Just saying.